0: everybody welcome back to the Wayback Chronicles podcast my name is Steve McKelkey and I'm here with my lifelong friends Keith Abbott and Noel Kirsch as you recall in this podcast we cover all the greatest events from 1970 to current
1: in this episode we are going to continue on for the year 2008 and we are starting our mashup episode right now with all of us going through some of the other odds and ends that happened in a pretty significant year aside from music and TV movies and, um, sports. So the first person that's going to be kind of going over some of the highlights of 2008 is going to be Noel and Noel, you are going to be focusing a lot on some of the world events that happened, right?
2: Yeah. So I did, did some research on, on the, uh, just the different world events that happened in 2008. And of course, you know, when you're trying to do, when you're doing your research and you're trying to, you know, distill down 365 days worth of events into, you know a 10 minute time, it's, it's a little bit tough to do. So, um, you know, I, I did my best to try to just hit the highlights. Um, and I kind of came up with a kind of a mishmash of, of events. So the first major event that happened 2008, that will be, you know, first of all, I think 2008 was a, a year that will be remembered by many positively. And then there's going to be remembered by many with, a, with great negativity and not just in the U S but around the world. So the the biggest thing that impacted the most people uh, was the global financial crisis um, that that really began in 2007, um, and it was fueled by the 2007 subpr- subprime mortgage crisis, which you know I don't understand all the all that stuff, Keith. This is probably more your 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 thing, but. Um, what little I do understand about it is that there were a lot of bad loans that were made bad mortgages, mortgages that were made to people that really shouldn't have been, um, shouldn't have received mortgage uh, loans. And then all those started to uh, come to all those started to fail. They weren't able to pay them. And then the banks kind of went, went crazy. And then it just started this snowball that really tumbled quickly out of control. And so, um, so this all began in 2007, and it continued for the the entire full year of 2008. Um, it was called the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression, and like the Great Depression, the 2008 version began in the United States, but soon spread around the world. Mm-hmm. So it's um, <clears throat> it the subprime mortgage crisis uh, began in September, and then it escalated, like I said. <clears throat> and um, started with one of the largest investment banks, um, Lehman Brothers, was was it failed, and then after that, more banks failed, and then the world's stock markets plunged, and then panic selling ensued. Companies collapsed or laid off workers. In November two thousand eight, more than five hundred thousand jobs were lost in the United States alone. That is,
0: that's insane.
2: That's a staggering number of people. You imagine. Um, those are those are families, you know, that were impacted by by the crisis of 2008. It's just absolutely insane. Iceland's banking system collapsed in October, forcing it to ask help from the International Monetary Fund. Other countries such as Hungary, Latvia, Ukraine, Belarus, Pakistan, and all and others also sought assistance from the IMF. So it was just kind of like I said, like it was just started with the subprime mortgages in the U S and then next thing, you know, all those countries and others were, uh, we feeling the effects of that. It just shows you kind of how we're all connected, but you know, the U S is certainly a superpower. Um, certainly when it comes to, to, uh, the, the uh, you know, the financial markets. So I thought I'd do just like a quick, just show you how quick this was as I was doing my research on this, it was, it was surprising to me how quickly all this unfolded. So, Uh, January 21, Black Monday, as it was called, is um, Black Monday in worldwide stock markets. So um, the FTSE um, 100 had its biggest ever one-day points fall. European stock markets closed with their worst results since 9-11, and Asian stocks dropped as much as 15%. So fast forward to September 7th, the federal takeover of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac called U.S. called U.S. Government Takes Control, of the two largest mortgage financing companies in U.S., Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Then eight days later, September 15th, Lehman Brothers files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And then the this is the largest bankruptcy filing in U.S. history. And then on the 29th of September, um, just 14 days later, two weeks later, Following the bankruptcy or bankruptcies of Lehman Brothers and Washington Mutual, the Dow Jones Industrial Average falls 777.68 points, the largest single day point loss in its history. On the 3rd of October, the Emergency Economic Stabilization Act of 2008 for the U.S. financial system is signed by President George W. Bush. On October 24th, Bloody Friday saw many of the world's stock exchanges experience the worst declines in their history with drops of around 10% in most indices. And then on the 20th of November, after financial crisis of 2007-2008, known as critical failures in the U.S. financial system began to build up after mid-September. The Dow Jones Industrial Average reached its lowest level since 1997. And then the cherry on top, December 11th, Bernie Madoff is arrested and charged <laughs> securities fraud in a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. So that's a lot. And I mean, when you think of what I remember going through 2008, when I was doing 2008, and you know, thankfully I wasn't one of the 500,000 um, that was impacted by it, but I knew many people um, in my church and in my circle that were impacted by that, and it was just a it was a dark dark point in our history. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah I don't know if you guys have your personal. Stories and remembrances of that time, um, but it was it was widespread to say the very least.
0: So, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, um, housing market, but also like automobile market really struggled. Like yeah. both uh, General Motors and F- Ford Motor Company declared bankruptcy, and yep. or I'm sorry, record losses, not bankruptcy. And then I believe that's also the same year they got a big government bailout, if I they recall did. correctly.
2: Yeah, they did. And
0: then this is also the same year that the first-time homebuyer uh, credit uh, was. Yep. Uh, added to the, I guess, it's the stimulus package, and and uh, that's actually ironically the year I bought my first house was in 2008. So, uh, <laughs>
1: really?
0: you know, hope and change, right? Yeah, so, right. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I decided that it was a good year for me to start a new gig as a headhunter. That worked well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shortest
1: lived job I've ever had. Yeah, I, kind I, of hard uh, to find a job when
2: nobody's offering jobs. Yeah, so. yeah. So I didn't even get into the impact on you. Know, I mean, we'll, we we'll, yeah, 500,000 jobs were lost. So yeah, there weren't, wasn't a whole lot of people hiring at the no, time. So not at that time. So I try to always put a good positive
1: spin on things since we're wanting to do a, a positive um, mm-hmm. podcast here. So, you know, you've got to look at the long-term things and I was just kind of looked at some official data, it, Officialdata.org is a website. I just decided to pull some, some stats from and mm-hmm just kind of basic bare bones, okay? We don't need to get in the weeds with this, but if you started investing in the S&P 500 at at the beginning of 2008, by the end of 2008, you would have had a return. If you even would have reinvested all dividends, you would have had a return of 35.63% down. So you would have taken a loss of 35.63%. So that that in itself is horrible. But if you think about that, if you would have continued to hold that investment, and, and and I'm even just let it ride. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about. We're in we're in 2023 now, but even through December of 2022. And if we all remember, 2022 was probably mm-hmm. the next worst year economically behind 2008 that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the, the the total return on investment was about 9.43 percent per year. Wow. So now Take keep that. that in mind that that's that is even with the 2022 massive pullback. Right. Yeah. So, but a total return would have been 286.31% since 2008, not oh. a bad thing. And if you adjust that from inflation, it's still about a 184% gain above inflation. So, God. so, you know, that's a, uh, Definitely. Yeah. It, and, and we're living in these times now where people are worried about this. That's just, just got to look for the forest for the trees in some of that's these instances, right. which is positive. But yes, yeah, to, for that time, though, a lot of people were out of work. A lot of people were having to, to live off of some of those cash outs that were already
2: lower just to get by. And it was a hard time. Yep, for sure. For sure. Well, um, Steve kind of seg- gave me a good segue right into the next big event for 2008, which was the uh, U.S. electing its first African-American president, Barack Obama. That was on November 4th, 2008. Um, then Senator uh, Barack Obama received about 69. Forty-six million votes from the American people and three hundred sixty-five votes in the two thousand eight electoral college. He beat Republican challenger Senator John McCain by a little less than ten million popular votes and one hundred ninety-two electoral votes. So I, I remember that night very clearly. Um, I think you know all of this. Um, you know George W. Bush was uh, was the Republican president, and so I think the appetite in the country. And he had been the president for eight years. We had the rock War. Um, we had a lot of, a lot of bad things going on then the, you know, the, the, the killer was the, you know, economic crisis that started in 2007. And then you, all those events I just read through in September of 2007 and, um, and, and you know, it's September, 2007, all that stuff was happening right in the middle of, of the, the U S election. Yeah the cards were stacked against old John McCain, I think. And, uh, you know, the country was ready for change and his, and Senator, uh, Barack Obama's, uh, campaign slogan was hope and change. So it, yeah. it fit perfectly. Um, in uh, in 2008, so it was, it was, um, that was, that was without a doubt, those two events, um, by far were the, the most memorable, um, you know, us events, certainly of, of the, of 2008. But Absolutely. Anyway, so, you know, one random fact out of the whole election process
0: was, uh, uh, you know, I was sort of researching all the random facts for later on in our mashup and, mm-hmm. and, uh, I was going to talk about fashion, but then after I, after I started reading, I was like, I'm not the person to talk about this and there's really <laughs> nothing spectacular about it. But there was actually one fashion fad that, that, uh, that was connected to part of this elect- electoral process. And it was the, it was the rising popularity in 2008 of uh, fashion or designer glasses. Really? And you think about uh, huh. who was on the tickets, on the presidential tickets, and the person that stands out is Sarah Palin.
2: Yes. So she
0: inspired a different look you know, for women and, and designer glasses and everything. So that was one of the top five. Uh, fashion fads, I guess, for 2008. And that's going to be the only fashion fad I talk about because that's, you know, most of t-shirts and, and some type of fancy sweater that I don't even know the name of. So anyway.
2: <laughs> that's interesting. I did not, did not know that, but you're right. I mean, I remember, I remember Sarah Palin's uh, unique, you know, her glasses were pretty unique and, yeah. and I do remember seeing, you know, people, um, shortly after that start to sport those those same glasses, same style of glasses and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, a little interesting little factoid there. That um, is. Some other little odds and ends, these really are not by any means like large um memorable events, but just some interesting facts as I was doing my research on 2008, but um September 28, 2008, the SpaceX Falcon 1 becomes the world's first privately developed space launch vehicle to successfully make orbit. So hmm. Keith and I are space geeks and, yes. and I, you know, that just gravitate towards that stuff. But, you know, you look at where SpaceX is today and all the things that they're doing. I mean, it's unreal. I mean, I, the seeing that image of the, of, of the, the rockets come back and land, you know, like together on yes. a moving thing out in the middle of the ocean just blows my Amazing. mind. No we we I, wanna, No we idea. Cruise out of,
1: um, I think it was Port Canaveral. Was it Port Canaveral? Where was it? Anyway, a couple of years ago. And we we were cruising by as we were leaving the port. And we saw two of this those two SpaceX drone ships. Mm. I geeked out so bad. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know. Of course, my wife's like, that's great, honey. You yeah. know, but I was like, that is the coolest <laughs> thing. Do you know they land rockets on that? You know, it's so cool. So, yes. We, um, big, we big, could
2: big, skip all the, short, the shore excursions and do nothing else. I got to see right. that. That's a yeah, cool I'm thing.
1: Perfectly at heaven right there, yeah. yes.
2: I uh, we I had similar thing. We we uh, sailed out of uh, I think it was Port Canaveral, and we got the drive. We we floated right by the um, the NASA uh, storage thing where they keep the shuttle, where they assemble the shuttle, Mm -hmm. and the launch pad that they launched all the shuttle missions and stuff from. And I was just like awestruck, like that's like so cool. It totally is. Um, so. Uh, on kind of in the same vein but on april twenty second the United States Air Force retires the remaining F one seventeen Nighthawk aircraft in service which is a bummer because that thing was that was just so awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah. such a neat neat looking thing. Um and then um there was some uh weather news that was kind of this was all close together. So May second, two thousand eight Cyclone Nargis I think I'm saying that right Nargis, Nargis. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, Second Nargis <laughs> makes landfall in Myanmar, killing over 130,000 people and leaving wow. million, millions of people homeless. I did not remember that till I was doing the research, but man, that is a that's, that's a huge. Of, that's Holy fuck. a cow. lot of people. That's like an entire town, city. It, like it, it is. Wow. It is. Um. What? Well, how big is Lubbock? Or how big is yeah, it's, it's the size of Odessa or Midland the yeah. 100,000. So, yeah, that's, that's insane. That's crazy. Wow. On um, May 12th, uh the the some I'm not even trying to attempt to say the name, earthquake measuring 7.8 in magnitude occurs in Sichuan, China, killing over 87,000, injuring 374,643 and leaving homeless between 4.8 million and 11 million people. Wow. That's a little bit of a hardship there.
1: 2008 yeah. was sucked yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, Holy cow. I,
2: I, I didn't even i didn't even write this in my notes but um there were a whole bunch of tornadoes too uh like within you no know, within uh, texas oklahoma and kansas I, it was an a, it was a high number of tornadoes that all occurred all pretty close together too but it was wow just weather-wise sort of things as i was researching man that was like you know was a bizarre year in a lot of ways but um and then last thing um I wanted to throw in there was on December 31st, 2008, an extra leap second was added to the end of the year. The last time this occurred was in 2005. So it's like, and I don't know, I don't know how they figure this, this stuff out, but somehow Um, somebody figured out we need an extra second on this date to um, balance the world off. I, I have no idea. Interesting. Anyway,
1: yeah, and you know, everybody in the world said, you know what 2008 needs? Just a little bit longer time. <laughs> yeah, but, a little yeah, bit you know, more time.
0: start for one more second?
1: I like what we just said in 2020. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's keep 2020 going. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. That's the last
0: time also we were all rested though. That's, <laughs> second really helped. That's true. <laughs>
1: Been exhausted ever since.
2: Uh, yeah. My, <laughs> my, my last two things, um, 2008 was, the year of the potato and the year of sanitation. So there you go. Really? What does that mean? It, it, the, so the UN had these, um, the, the year of the potato, the UN said they designated 2008 as years year of potato just to pro- just to highlight the, the world hunger issues. And so wow. potato kind of being universal food, et cetera, et cetera. And then yeah. the, they called 2008 the year of sanitation, same by the UN, to highlight the, the issue of sanitation, how there's a lot of countries around the world that don't have basic sanitation. So Makes that's sense. that's what that was. But that's good. anyway, caught my eye caught my, as I was doing my research. But yeah, that's, that's good stuff. That wraps my world events for 2008. That's very, yeah, a lot of crazy very things. Good.
0: I'd like to add a couple of things that I've sort of picked up about yeah. the whole economic situation, 2008. So there was re- researching food a little bit, but, uh, so first of all, inflation was up 3.84, which we would all take that right now. Cause yeah. we're at roughly like 6.4% on, uninfla- uh, um, inflation, inflation. right now. Mm-hmm. Unemployment was 5.8, uh, <laughs> which, you know, Noel highlighted was just a significant amount of layoffs, you know, at, at currently compared to 3.4% unemployment. And then, um, Gasoline price is very similar between now and then. Uh, three thirty nine was the average gallon mm. in uh, two thousand eight. Mm. Right now, three forty one in mm. the U.S. Mm. But uh, uh, the cost of milk was similar. The cost of a bag of potatoes, you know, since it's an international potato year in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. was the same. But uh, eggs significantly more expensive this year. Three sorry, two twenty nine a dozen two thousand eight. Four eighty two is the national average right now. Good Lord. So, wow. um, Yeah, we bought cage-free eggs the other day. I think we paid seven dollars (laughs) for twelve. Like, I don't care if they got a cage
1: anymore. (laughs) I'm like, put them back, put them back in the bars. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just lost some listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: so the side effect of the the economic situation is people were were, didn't have a lot of consumer confidence. They were trying to hold on to their money as much as possible. And Mm -hmm. side effect is that recession dining really took place. So less people went out. Out to eat, and as a result, six hundred Starbucks locations closed Mm. that year. Mm. And casual dining chains like Bennigan's and Steak and Ale filed for bankruptcy.
1: Ah, I love Bennigan's. Steak and Ale is making a comeback. They are actually here in Dallas. uh, Nice.
2: Huh. Didn't know that. Just in time
0: for the last miles away.
2: I just just remember the salad bar at Steak and Ale. It's been like, well, since two thousand eight. Since I've been to one, but (laughs) 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 I don't know if I've ever actually been to a Steak and Ale.
1: I can't
0: tell
2: you I
1: haven't
2: either. I, I, I've been like twice. Like after Lynn and I got married, I we we went out. Like we were just near one and I have never been. Let's go. So did you write checks?
1: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. Hey, on, on that story, I'm glad you brought that up because it bothered me. I, I made it sound like I wrote hot checks. I, I, I technically did, but by the time, by the time, the, the check got to the bank. There was money in my account. Like my mom, mm. I called my mom as soon as I got home and I'm like, Mom, and she was like, How's your date? And I'm like, I'll tell you later. I need you to transfer money to my account. <laughs> I've, got, I've got four bucks in my account. So by the time that, by the time those, you know, the restaurant and the movie theater sent their checks in to be paid, because it moved at 1997 or 1994 speed, right? There There was money in the bank. Trust me. But, yeah, I'm nice. glad you brought that up because it's been That's bothering fair. me. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I, I figured you, how, you all made it right, but it was just a funny story. Yeah, there's not a
1: college kid that didn't do that. Exactly, right? <laughs> Still, and, and the ones that didn't are lying. You know? <laughs> <Yeah. No>. So, <laughs> anyway,
0: so, so nice job, Noel uh, Keith. I know you got some cool stuff you dug up for 2008 yeah. in the world of technology. So you want to walk us through that?
1: Definitely. Yeah, before that, I wanted to kind of also talk about, you know, the neat thing about times that are hard is people get kind of back to simple things. Mm -hmm. And I kind of looked at some of the music, and I know this is 2008, but 2009 (laughs) there were some songs written about this, like Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling, um, Lady Gaga's just dance, uh, Jay-Z's empire state of mind and Rihanna's please don't stop the music. All of those songs were written kind of just to have some escapism and to get back to just the simple things, uh, and having a good night and having a good time, you know, those kind of things. So there were a lot of other songs, but I just thought it was kind of interesting and it's, it's so it, it, I think I alluded this before. I think there's going to be some really cool things that are going to be come out as a result of, you know the riders of 2020 and 2021 and everything that's mm. been going on with the with covid. So pretty neat that escapism and things like that, you know people the, the human mind is, is has a way to try to continue to win and that's really neat. So interesting. But yeah, let's let's turn to some of the neatest events in uh in technology in 2008. There wasn't a whole lot of massive breakthroughs, but there was some continuity and some I guess in, in, enhancements that came through. So we'll start and you m- mentioned um SpaceX Noel, the other thing that launched in in February 2008 was the first Tesla roadster was delivered oh, and in February it was delivered to its first client Elon Musk oh, so that was the first one so SpaceX and 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 uh, and Tesla were
2: are off to a good start in 2008 for us so that dude, that dude is so impressive to me man yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how he's got enough hours he, he he has the same number of hours that you that the three of us do but uh, holy cow man he does I know some- it's he must sleep a
1: lot less than we do.
2: He's, he's got. He's got to. I mean, or play on his phone a lot
1: less. Yeah. Every
0: Sunday, when that screen screen time usage uh, message comes up, and hey, you know, you're up twelve percent this week, I was
1: like. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Like eventually, <laughs> I'm going to run out at twelve percent. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. that's funny. So, but yeah, but he's yeah, he's impressive to me too. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And you know, you know when he was kind of ch- taking the stance that he did here recently, he was going to just get the tar trying to be torn out of them, but it, I love the fact that it hadn't even affected him. It's great. So I know well, he's um, just forging ahead. Totally. Totally. So in February, th- this isn't technology toast, so to speak, but I thought it was appropriate to put in here. So the Svalbard global seed vault was um, opened in February, 2008, 26th of February. So <laughs> if you know what, this is the, um, the vault it's called the doomsday vault in Norway <laughs> that they are housing some of the world's seeds and basically, you know, the idea is that they're supposed to be able to have all of the world's seeds there in t- case of a global t- catastrophe. But there is a lot more to it, genetic research and things and, and plant research. But pretty interesting that that opened in 2008. So hmm. um, actually, the first seeds arrived in January, but it was officially opened in the 26th of February. So
0: is that an old salt mine?
1: I do not know the answer to that. That'd be interesting okay. to research. And so for our listeners, if you know that, we'd love to hear your feedback on what Branded. exactly this came out of. So I do know it was put in a mountain that's, that's constantly cool temperature to make sure that things are preserved. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Sure. So anyway, not necessary technology, but technologically advanced thing to keep humanity going. I thought was important. Yep. Um, so in March, there were a, a, a kind of a neat thing that happened. Hulu launched and went public and had public access for the Mm -hmm. first time on March the 12th. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about y'all, but we watch Hulu quite a bit and uh, it's been a really fun service. So that was the first time that that was launched then. May 19th, we all got a little skinnier because that was when the Wii Fit came out for the Wii consoles from Nintendo. Um, And so I don't know if you all ever had one of these, but it was a... It was used heavily for five minutes in our house and then stuck <laughs> under a bed. Uh,
2: did you all have one of these? Yeah, I did.
0: I, I did not know.
2: I Dude. didn't. Yeah. It was I, a really cool concept, you yeah, know. It was. It was like, a step it was a step stool not long after it, yeah, we absolutely. got it. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, it stored so many cords and yeah. it was
1: under the bed. It was funny, but <laughs> Impressively enough, though, even many years later, the battery still works. So there's that. <laughs> How so, <about> uh, that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, some interesting events in Apple uh, that happened in the summer of 2008. So on July the 10th, the uh, Apple introduced the App Store, launching just a little over 500 apps. How about that? And so I went ahead and looked at what were the the most popular iPhone apps. On um, the, on basically on the tenth of July of two thousand eight, on the top paid apps, the top five was Super Monkey Ball, which from what I understand was the number one first app ever for the App Store. Hmm. MLB.com at Bat was number two. Um, OmniFocus, don't even know what that is. Enigma and Cro-Mag Rally. Then followed by what I probably would have played as Texas Hold'em. But anyway, so interesting to note, Bejeweled's down there. So that's good. Um, so those were the top paid apps, the top free apps. Uh, one Number one was called Remote. I guess maybe Remote Desktop. Hmm. AIM, is that AOL Instant Messenger maybe? Probably. Um, probably. Stephen Facebook, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. still use
0: it today. Thanks for reminding our audience. uh, (laughs) Every disclaimer, yes, Steve still has the email. (laughs)
1: We just want to make sure we bring that up and make sure that it's in there. Um, And then let's see. So Facebook and then Google mobile and then eBay mobile. Um, Twitterific, Twitter was in there. I didn't realize Twitter was so popular in two thousand eight, but I guess. But Twitter. here's fun. It's here's called Twitterific. Fun. Yeah, Twitterific. So it must have been an app that wasn't Twitter, but it did a you like know, a yeah. knockoff brand yeah. or something, yeah. store brand. But here's here's a good one. Number eight top free ad was MySpace Mobile. Nice. <laughs> yeah. AOL radio was number nine ahead of Pandora Radio at number 10. So and I'm looking through the the free and and paid apps today. So the free apps today, Cap Cut Video Editor, and we're recording this in March of 23, just uh-huh. for reference. Cap Cut Video Editor Editor, Timu, Shop Like a Billionaire. I don't know, fashion thing, TikTok. And Google's still up there at number four. So it was at number four when it launched. It's number four today. Instagram, Gmail, WhatsApp, YouTube, the Sheen online fashion, um, which I'm proudly wearing some workout shorts from them right now, Mm. and Cash App. So those were the top. And the top paid apps are Hot Schedules, Shadow Rocket, Blood Type Diet. I don't know any of these. Mm. The Wonder Weeks procreate pocket, pocket I guess that's a sketch and paint just for
2: the record
1: <laughs> you should really you yeah. should
2: really read ahead man yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, it's, it's a sketch and create that was also artificial intelligence that's yes. right yeah <laughs> Seventy-five hard, which is basically hard daily tasks and notes. For the record, (laughs) writes itself. Auto auto slide. It does, doesn't it? Auto sleep. You browser. Sky view and my macros, diet and calories. So a lot of changes other than Google. All of them are are different. So, but anyway, so that launched on two thousand on two thousand eight in July tenth. The next day on July two thousand on July eleventh two thousand eight, the iPhone released its iPhone three G. Oh, with its wow. roaring fast rocket speeds. Um, so it launched it <laughs> across 22 countries in two storage options. The storage options were 8 gig and 16 gig. Oh, my that was it. That was, that was the big one. So,
2: wow. I'll
0: we'll never use funny. all that memory. All yeah, right. I'm
2: <laughs> never going to use it. Come on. All right. I got it. pictures of everybody. I know. Yeah,
1: I don't need <laughs> any. So now we have to have a cloud that floats on water in the yeah. yeah, Yeah. So. Yeah. So not to be outdone by the iPhone. And this sounds like something that we're dealing with every year, right? But this was the year right on September 2008. The very first Android smartphone was announced and it was the T-Mobile G1 or the HTC Dream in other markets. So that was the very first Android using Android 1.0. So just the beginning of the competition between Android and iPhones that we are still dealing with every day on how many cameras can we notch in the back of those puppies, you know, (laughs) so, so that's interesting first, first time for Android with them.
0: Everybody. So we have a lot to cover in the 2008 mashup and we can never seem to make this one episode. So we're going to call a timeout. bring this back with a second episode for mashup part number two and uh so thanks for listening to part one and we'll see you on the flip side here with keith and mashup two
1: thanks for listening to the way back chronicles all shows are written and produced by noel
2: Keith and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed
1: in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very
2: near future.